Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there, you're listening to episode 46 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to be productive when you work from home. So as many of you might know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know my backstory. If you haven't heard the backstory, maybe you're new to the podcast, listen to the first few episodes. It'll kind of share the backstory of how I started my business and how I got to where I am today. But we work from home. My husband and I, my husband is also my business partner, and we love having a home office. Uh, Our team is virtual and they work from home as well. However, we know that working from home, as amazing as that sounds, you know, rolling out of bed, uh, you know, going to work in your PJs, having a five second commute to your office, that all sounds fabulous, right? But we also know that it's not necessarily uh, something that everybody can do. And I'm often asked about working from home and will I ever get an office space and how do I stay productive? So that's what this episode is all about. Now, I'll be the first to say that, you know, who knows down the line, we might actually secure office space or something like that. But as of right now, to be honest with you, I, I, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I should say this out loud, but I can't even imagine that because I do love working at home so much. And now we don't have a huge house. We live in the San Francisco Bay area. So space is a premium, but my husband and I really are in a great uh, routine when it comes to working from home. I have always been someone in my career that has really enjoyed working from home. I was always one of those people when I had corporate jobs that I would raise my hand and say, please, 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 can I work from home? a day a week or two days a week. Uh, And partially, of course, was to avoid a commute. But even more so is I know how much more productive I am when I work from home. You guys know if you've ever had an office job, how distracting it can be. People pop over, you know, your cubicle and, hey, do you have a quick second? Hey, just have a quick question. And, you know, by the end of the day, you feel like, gosh, what did I actually get done? So I want to share with you a few tips and strategies that I employ in terms of working from home. Okay, so the first thing is you have to have an office set up. You've got to have some sort of setup that is dedicated just to your working environment. Now, when I first started, I probably have a picture of this somewhere. I should actually go find this. But when I first started our company in 2012, I had a card table in the corner of our living room with my laptop. Uh, I remember the card table... (laughs) It used to be like a craft table. So there was a bunch of like, you know, paint and marker stuff on it. So I had like a tablecloth, an old tablecloth over the card table. But 
it was my little workspace. And uh, very, very quickly, my husband was like, okay, we need to get you uh, <laughs> some office furniture and a more dedicated space. But when I first started, that's that's the only space we had. The only office space we really had was uh, my youngest son. He had his own room. He was a baby at the time. And so we just didn't have that space. As uh, time went on and as we progressed, uh, we decided to make room. We ended up putting our boys into one room uh, for quite some time so I could have a dedicated office. And I think I actually share this story in one of my past podcasts, but very early on in starting our business, we went to Ikea and I love the color red. Red is like one of our brand colors. It just gets me really fired up, uh, literally. So we bought some fun, shiny red furniture and put that in my first office. And we still have that furniture in our home office today. And part of that, part of the reason we did that is you know, of course, when you first start off, you just do what you got to do, right? Like you go to a garage sale, like you get a, you know, you get a hand-me-down desk, whatever. You do what you have to do. But when you get to the point where you can actually like outfit your own office to make it feel awesome, to make it feel like a place you love to go to, that is the best feeling. And I have to say, I love stepping into my office every day. I, to this day, seven years later, I love looking around. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm fired up because I'm sitting in my red chair. I'm at my red desk. I can see my red bookshelf. I get fired up. So you have to have a great office setup. You don't have to spend a whole lot of money. I'm a big fan of Ikea, uh, but get creative. You know, maybe look on Facebook Marketplace, look online. You can find lots of great deals on stuff that, and regardless of how big your space is, make it a space that you get fired up about. It might just be the corner of a bedroom, but get it set up in a dedicated office space. It has to be a place that you love. So get an office set up. It has to be a place that you love. My next tip I want to share is you have to have some boundaries. When you work at home, I think one of the hard things about it is just having boundaries and boundaries exist for us in a number of different ways. So first off, I have boundaries in terms of when I work and because we're home, right? We work from home and we have two boys uh, who are active in school, active in sports, uh, I'm also kind of limited to when I'm working and I really try to not work when they're home. And what that means is in the morning, I generally don't really start my quote unquote work day as far as being on the phone and talking to clients until usually around nine. Now I might be doing a little bit of work uh, before that in the morning on the computer or whatnot, but I don't really actually start getting on the phone and speaking to clients until around nine, nine thirty. And I also tend to end my last call of the day usually right around two or two thirty because my kids come home. So again, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm not working when they're home, but I do like to try to have those boundaries. And I find when you work from home, whether you're working corporate or you're working for yourself, it's easy to like always be on, right? To always be on 24 seven. And I often will joke with my husband because because the fact we work together, it's easy, you know, at night or while we're watching TV, I can be like, hey, did you check that email or did you see this? And he's like, oh yeah, I got to respond to this person. And I always will give him a hard time. And if he's listening, I'm sure he's laughing right now because I'll always say, don't email that person. It's 11 o'clock at night, wait till the next morning. Uh, and I smile because I'm guilty of that all the time, right? So set some boundaries. And you also have to set some boundaries a lot of times with your friends and family. Um, I remember when we first moved into our neighborhood, you know, we live in an awesome court. We've got some great neighbors all the kids are on the same age. And so they're always like at each other's houses, but we really had to set some boundaries around the holidays and summertime because we work from home. So, you know, 
sometimes it's a little bit of an awkward conversation, but just making sure that, you know, you set those boundaries in terms of the fact that, Hey, this is our place of work and we'd love to see you guys, but just know like, you know, between this hours and this hours we're we're tied up, we're not available. And, and, you know, whatever that might be. So setting those boundaries digitally, but then also with your family and your friends, I think that's important. Another tip I'll give you is know thyself. You really have to know yourself. And if you're someone who struggles to work at home, if you feel like you get distracted because, you know, the TV's there or you get distracted because there's dirty dishes in the sink or whatever it might be, then maybe working at home isn't the best place for you. I know a lot of people who just can't work from home. They'd rather work in a Starbucks. They'd rather work in an actual office environment. And so you have to really know yourself. This also goes along with when you start to hire someone, if you start to add people to your team, you know, some of the people on our team are independent contractors, others are employees. And so, but regardless of that, it's important that when you bring someone on to work with you, whether it's assistant or someone else on your team, that not only are you vetting the fact that they can do their job, but you want to make sure that they can do their job remotely. That's really, really important. And I've, I've hired people in the past who were great people, great at what they did, but I quickly realized that maybe they weren't the best person to actually work remotely. They just weren't the kind of person that was as productive and, um, you know, self-motivated to do that. And that's fine. And that goes down to kind of knowing yourself, which really kind of ties into my last point, which is hire people who can work from home too. If you are starting a business or you are an entrepreneur and you're looking to expand your team and you work from home and you want to bring on someone else, it's important to think about, uh, people that you can bring on that, that can work at home as well. And we like to ask things like, you know, tell me about your office setup. What type of computer do you, do you use? What type of phone do you use? Like we start to kind of ask questions about their working um, environment and lifestyle, and that can make um, a big, big difference. So those are just a few, few thoughts around being productive when you work from home. Um, like I said, setting boundaries, having, having the right office set up, having things that you enjoy around you that make you smile, I think are important. Uh, I also, you know, for me, I'm a huge coffee person, so I've got to have my Keurig <laughs> nearby. Uh, and just having things around you that, that make you happy. In my office, I also have a bunch of magnet boards with some of my favorite family photos and inspirational quotes and, you know, just uh, a lot of different things that uh, that really help to inspire me. So I think that's really, really important. I would love to hear from you. Are you someone who works from home? And if you do, I would love uh, any tips or things that really help you in terms of being productive when you work from home. So the best way to reach me, as a lot of you know, is through Facebook or Instagram. I'm loving Instagram these days. I'm spending a ton of time on Instagram stories. So as you listen to this, if you're also active on Instagram stories, do a quick Instagram story or send me a message over on Instagram. Let me know that you listen to this uh, particular podcast. Uh, and let me know if you have any tips or ideas about working from home as well. I would love, love, love to hear from you. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I sure appreciate it. Also, if you have other ideas for show, uh, for show topics, please let me know. You can reach out to me again on Facebook or Instagram. All right. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.